0: i Spaces And welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, April twenty-first, two thousand twenty-three. Today on the Ether, Dean's list, a very much Dow space. Let's take a listen.
1: GMGM, GMGM, welcome. GM. Hey, hey, look at this! We got a an cool, uh, awesome group. GMGM. Hello, hello. Let's get this party started. Let's go. Uh, dude, there's
2: just so much to talk about. I um I was just on a great call with uh with Mark from Culture uh Culture Three Fund. Dude, he's a he's a beast. He's gonna join us in a bit too. Um Yeah. And everybody's talking about the Mad Lads uh mint. That was crazy. Yeah, I heard good things. I haven't, I have uh,
3: I saw a couple previews of the art, but I haven't seen any of the actual reveals. It looks it Looks like it's pretty
2: straightforward. It, um, it, you know, it, what's uh, what's cool was the uh, the minting experience for anybody who had the whitelist was really cool. Like it was all in the wallet, right? You didn't have to leave the wallet, the banner. You clicked on it right there. You did the mint right there within the wallet. Um, but it's the standard thing, right? Like if anything gets super hyped. It's gonna get bothered, um, and that's what happened. So hopefully the public mint can uh, go down today,
1: especially on Solana, bro. It it just it, you know it happens when it, it's so cheap to mint, man. Like that's the double edged sword. Facts. So many fucking Dgens too. I mean, we're all
3: like encompassed in dgen universe but solana is a different breed
2: (laughs) and uh also big in dow news was um monkey dow finally uh being able to purchase the ip um from the original solana monkey business devs uh that that thing's been going on for like two years and they finally were able to buy it from them so that was a huge uh huge win Oh, shit. I have not seen that. Last thing I heard for, about them was they
3: were building a... Uh, what were they building? Um, I thought Hades Dow purchased it. But maybe yeah, yeah,
2: things. yeah, exactly. Hades Dow purchased it. And yeah. then that, that was just like... I don't know. I, I Like, part of me feels like some of this shit's all orchestrated. Uh, the other part's just like, you know, people are stumbling around trying to figure out what they're going to do with their money. Um, and then, like, there was just this contentious moment where it's like, okay, you know, Monkey Dow's going to go make a new 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 NFT so that they can raise enough money to, you know, really buy it out from Hadeswap. And then Hadeswap's like, okay, our investment's going to – Going to shit. Um, and then I guess they they got along and uh Monkey Dow was able to buy it from Hades for what, two million? I think it was the exact same price that Hayes swapped bought it for. That's fucking awesome. That means Monkey Dow can
4: live. <clears throat> it's not going a good direction with Hades, but that's cool. That's exciting. I'm yeah. And the very and the very uh, notable fact was that Solana uh, big brain Sol big brain uh, backed the whole uh, the whole thing, financing Monkey Dows to put the deal to go down. Dude, he's the
1: homie. What a move! What a G! Yeah. What have you guys
3: been up to with Dows this week? I've been fucking jamming on a whole bunch of stuff.
2: What what, what is in your your guys' thought process? Right now, it's uh, what we've been focusing on internally is getting ready to uh, start doing work for the uh, Grizzlython winners. So, like that's like the main thing we do is give feedback to to projects, and uh, we have a grant with Solana to do feedback for every single um, winner. So, Solana gave us a grant of uh, about fifty k um, to. To work with uh, everybody in our community to, to give reviews, so we're getting ready for that. Um, our first two projects are going to be Underdog Protocol, which I think Underdog won the yeah Underdog won the whole thing. Um, they're focused on reputation, so that's like super timely. We're going to be we're going to be knee deep in reputation for the next uh, two to three weeks. And the other protocol that we're going to start with is split wave. And to be honest, I don't know a lot about split wave. Um, I already knew like underdog before, but yeah, those are the first two we're going to kick off with that. That's been top of mind. And then quorum has been top of mind because, you know, I don't know if we had discussed this before we had recently uh, reissued a token to be able to get closer to a hundred percent quorum. So what we said was like, okay, let's look at everybody that's been voting. Let's look at like, you know, who's got, you know, who's paying attention to what's happening, who's contributing. And then we, we issued a completely new token just to those people. And then our first vote after we did this, we got a quorum of 92%. Um, but yesterday, our, our, you know, we have a vote, we have a vote time of like one day, right? So it's like, you got to be super active um we had a vote pass but it was close we only got 61 percent quorum and our threshold's at 60 so now it's like oh shit what we gotta do we got we got do we need to reissue a token like we gotta dilute people so that's yeah that's been top of mind what is what is the dilution of
3: their or what is the the
2: token uh redistribution look like um so the first time like it was just making a completely new token this time what we likely do is look at okay how often have you voted ever since we created the new token and then use that as a multiplier on top of your contribution so let's say you don't contribute at all to the DAO's operations but you vote all the time uh okay that's not like super important you can stick with your voting amount now let's say you've you know made bank you know you made a thousand usdc over the last month inside the uh in the dow but you've never voted okay there's no point in giving you more voting tokens because you're not using them uh so the idea is to have this equation between okay how much are you contributing and you know, how often you're voting, where like, if you're, if you're voting on 100% of the proposals, we want to make sure that those people are getting a lot more token. That being said, because this is like, you know, a sensitive thing, we've all agreed that no matter what happens in this first, like inflation event, we don't inflate more than like five to 10%, just so we can kind of like, you know, slowly, uh, you know,
1: Test this muscle, like, try this new system out. Got it. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, that's fucking really interesting. It's
3: part of, like, the deep discussions that we've, we've been brewing on this week as well. We I kind of extended off of our our conversation last week, Dean, um, where we were discussing what does reputation look like and how do you calculate or measure or determine what what reputation is um, where contribution and these other factors are much more calculable like, calculatable um so it's, yeah it's like right or right along the same discussions we have and have and i love it
2: uh madam you've got your hand up uh awesome
5: to see you here also yeah this is my first time joining i'm happy that um i forget who was the one who mentioned this space to me but i'm happy that they jumped into one of my comments and um suggested it. But, you know, I think I've been thinking a lot about, and I'm curious other people's thoughts. I've been thinking a lot about um so again, uh, let me just introduce yourself. so my name's um Anne or Madam Cult Leader, pronouns are they them, and I'm head of community over at Wonder or Wonderverse. Um and I have been thinking a lot about you know what does the I guess the economic future of DAOs look like? Like how sustainable is the economy of DAOs in terms of like supporting infrastructure like Wonder or like, you know, other similar products. You could mention Charmverse or um, Dwork or, you know, whatever, or even other um, adjacent DAO tools um, that are out there. And I am curious what people's thoughts are. I kind of have been talking to a lot of like industry leaders. And uh, I think a lot of people, at least who are at, um, startups, you know, Web three DAO tooling startups, um, are feeling like quite unsure if there's enough interest to sustain the products we're building. Um, so I'm curious what, what people think. I got some thoughts on that.
1: What's up, man? Um. So the way that I'm seeing the DAO tooling ecosystem is. Like, it's almost
3: one or two steps ahead of the conceptual models that are necessary for DAOs to actually implement them. And so I can understand why there's a question of, like, are these things actually valuable? Because a lot of the DAOs that are in conversations right now haven't even done the necessary base governance infrastructure, spheres, subspheres, like the basic things you would need to set up a DAO and to understand how it functions, like the vision, the purpose, all of those things. And without those in place and without a governance model, then the tools are useless and or semi useless, you know, like you can still set up a multi-sig and do all that cool shit. But like what, like there's really like no point in doing it if you don't have a direction for how you're voting on things or where the money's going, et cetera. Um, and so I think the DAO tooling ecosystem feels to me like the creators and the, the visionaries have understood DAOs at a conceptual model and are piecing together little things that will help them function better in the future. But there are, in my opinion, almost no like, beyond a couple like dows that are actually ready to utilize the tooling and make it like like make their dows super super fucking efficient um and that's that's kind of my opinion i, I think like DAO tooling ecosystem is necessary i think people need to like keep growing and building shit um but i think there's like a little catch-up time that needs to happen if that makes sense
2: i'm i'm a huge fan of uh of wonderverse i uh I've been wondering when we're going to have a a Solana integration (laughs) because that's where, you know, that's where we dial a lot. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, like contributor tools, essential, um, especially, you know, when it comes to things like onboarding, when it comes to like keeping organized about what there is to do, um, like, you know, we, so we also, um, we have a partner DAO that we work a lot with colds collective. They use wonderverse. So, you know, that's how we, we got brought into, to, um, to, you know, introduced with it. You know, I just logged into it to my wonderverse account. And I see, you know, the bounties up here, complete the feedback job with Dean's list. It's great to see that, you know, it warms the heart to, <laughs> to see that, uh, we're, we're there, even though it's not, um, connected yet with what we're doing at the core, but that's, that's what's imp- like, what i think is essential is the fact that like you could you don't have to be in this mess of discord you can you know have a, a headquarters for your entire community experiences um and i know that you know there's also a similar version or not similar there's another tool um so realms itself um, realms hub is a is, is super useful and that that keeps me up to date across all of the different DAOs on solana um uh, uh, Taki, if you can um post a link to uh to realms hub here as well uh, so that's realms dot today so like inevitably i think you know contributor tools and then there's other things like reputation yeah 100 percent. there's a need for them as far as like the profitability or like where it comes it, it's it's going to be important that first DAOs are able to um you know be making money um to be able to justify uh paying for these tools so i think that like the 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 landscape of these tools being free uh is 100% needed because you still have to prove you know our existence um yeah, I'll stop there. I have, I've rambled on a bit.
3: I want to add to your little point there, Dean, real quick, before anybody else jumps in. Um, I think the like also what I'm getting at at the structural point really touches on what you're touching on. It's like, how are you going to make money? Like, if that's even a question, then you haven't established a vision or a purpose or a mission for your Dao yet. You know, and maybe maybe your DAO is a philanthrop- the philanthropy DAO, and maybe it's not about raising money. So, like, like obviously exclude that. But, like, in, in like the majority of the DAO ecosystem, I see a lot of people being like, yo, I want to make a DAO. And you're like, cool, but that's not actually like, that's actually not how this works. Like it works the same way like any other entrepreneur or visionary would work. I want to create a company because I have a vision or I have something, a goal that I believe can benefit myself, the ecosystem, and the people around me to a very, very high degree. If you have that, then you can say, now I want to make that company or that organizational structure that I'm building into a DAO structure. And then you have something but you can't just be like, I want to make a Dow. It's almost being like, yeah, dude, I want to start a company. And you're like, sick. Uh, y'all, you all your boys are smoking blunts on the couch. And your one dude says, I want to start a company like sick. What do you want to do? Do you want to like fucking go sell milk from cows? Do you want to start an Etsy store? Do you want to like, Tell people about like what do you want to do? <laughs> and so I think that there's the novelty and the excitement of DAO gets people wanting to start them like quicker than they think about what the actual concept means. Cause it's not a the DAO isn't a like a business structure. It's a model for businesses to fit into and a structure for businesses and organizations to work better and be more efficient. Um, and without that context, then you're just left with the same question that you're asking, Madam, like how do people make money? Well, if you don't have a purpose, then you can't do shit.
5: Yeah, I, I think, you know, I've said this for years at this point, but, you know, Web3 is a tool, not the point. And, you know, for me, I have been struggling to figure out how to communicate that to people function, right? Like, it's like you can't, a DAO is a framework. It's not, a, it's like, you're, like you said, I want to start a company. Okay, cool. What type of company? Right. That's a. I think that's a perfect framing that I might have to um, steal and, you know, quote, tweet you on <laughs> tweet it. And I'll you more. It. But, you know, you know, you're more than
1: welcome to quote me. Anytime, yeah. So 100%. for me,
5: like, I, I think as like, you know, head of community at Wonder, I've been like, OK, well, how do I get people like again? It's like the cart before the horse. Right. It's like we have this really great thing that people can use, but people are not there yet. Right? They're not I I don't think there's many DAOs out there that have transcended past, hey, I'm a PFP project or hey, I'm, you know, making a DAO for, you know, oh, I'm making a DAO that has NFTs. Okay, cool, bestie. Like, well then what? I don't think we've really trans, you know, we we haven't elevated or leveled up past that, you know, from the business or entrepreneurial sense. And like that has me frustrated. Because we need people who are going to be like, hey, I want to use this framework to actualize a business for to you know do philanthropy. philanthropy, Oh my god, I can't say that word either. To do philanthropy work or whatever it is, I just don't know how to inspire people in that way. Well, I think like
1: I'm gonna add to that. Like all of the questions that we ask about
3: DAOs, or a lot of the questions that we ask about DAOs, come down to what we were just talking about. Like, is there a like centralized vision mission and purpose and does like the founding sphere like all align on it properly and well enough to like actually do what they need to do right like because without that then how are you going to ever incentivize people people like well i'll give them tokens i'll give them more nfts but like okay to do what and to create what right (laughs) um and it kind of like dives like super deep into the like overall just like conceptualization of uh uh like how these things are modeled out because I, like what i really hear you saying madam um, is like why aren't people fucking doing it and my answer to that is because for the last 1000 plus years like people have been conceptualizing around ows like if you go back to through history and go study Socrates or Aristotle or any of the fucking major philosophers, they're all talking about self-governance at one point. They're all talking about self-organization at one point. Uh, but none of them actually had the tools to test out their theories. Therefore, there actually was no model. So I think like what I'm, what I'm getting at, madam, is like when I hear you say, well, there's a model and why aren't people following it? Well, there's a conceptual model right now. And what we're doing in this moment is we have a group of people who have brought the concepts from like the ethers in thought form down to reality enough where there's tools that can be tested, uh, testing these concepts. There's there's people that are interested in testing these concepts. But in my opinion until recently, like there has been no framework for this. And I don't think the framework's complete, but I think it's gotten to the place now where it's starting to be conceptualized and understood by a mass amount of people that uh, uh, it it can start to spread and and start to be actually like grounded in reality with actual movable concepts that that you can actually follow to, to create your DAO. So that's kind of like, I hunt. I like. I hear and I understand your grief, and I actually feel your grief because I'm in the same position. I'm like, damn, like, come on, Dow's. like, let's fucking go. And like, the more I kind of sit back and like be patient and like look at the overall view of what's happening, I'm like, oh, cool. So we're actually just like really, really speeding up the conversation around governance, not just because we're conversing around it, but because we're actually using tools to test it that nobody has been ever been able to do before. And in my opinion, we're like. Really setting the foundation for the potential of a whole new government model, governance model, and structure that goes far beyond like crypto and DAOs and decentralization.
5: Yeah, the the phrase like "we're making voting cool again" comes to mind. (laughs)
3: Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, this was like a huge conversation I had yesterday. It's like you're like actually disincentivized to vote right now in like our government system. Like our whole government system is based out of like control and manipulation and to like to a degree tyranny like other governments are much more tyrannical than ours but like energetically and like subtly ours is extremely tyrannical Um, and like as soon as you like like disincentivize voting and that's and there there's actually no incentive there's only a disincentivization like the disincentivization is i have to go sit and i have to go learn about all the candidates and after I learn about all the candidates, I have to sit and I have to make a strategic decision about which candidate I want to choose. Uh, and then after that, I have to go to a voting booth or a voting poll that's like out of my way in order to go like vote for that person. And then even after all that said and done, like most of us know that that really doesn't even matter too much. Um, so it's like this whole whole model that can be restructured and redeveloped, but and and we've and like the the thing that interests me the most is we've seen like so many people try to do it like you see like Brock Pierce run for president and you see all these like crypto people get involved in government and I see what they're like their intentions are pure it's beautiful they're all attempting to like add this uh, decentralized distributed model into like conc- like in, into the concrete forms that we've already established in in our, our current models, um, but the reality is if we haven't done the work on like like if we can't figure out how to self organize and self distribute uh and self in- and allow self incentivization to happen with 15 people in a discord channel like then good fucking luck at doing it with the US. Um so I think we're just kind of setting that framework right now. It's tight.
5: Yeah, I I love what you're saying cuz I Oh sorry Dean, go ahead.
1: I I um I'm I'm I'm
2: still on the uh on the tooling part, I I, I was, I've I've been on, um, I'm clicking around Wonderverse, and I'm remembering that, you know, we started off our journey uh, exploring these tools with Crew 3, right, which is like, you know, that was the, I don't know, for whatever reason, that was the first one that came to, you know, that was brought up. Uh, Taki, do you remember why we chose Crew 3 to to experiment with first? Yeah, Crew Three is pretty cool.
4: Yeah, that was uh, that goes back when we were conceptualizing when that kind of project, when we wanted to find a process to recruit and onboard strike, right uh, yeah. uh, contributors. That's that's when we were still
2: naive, thinking that you know there's actually people out there that want to do stuff that want to be part of a DAO. Um, yeah, so we started off our adventure at Crew Three. And then we quickly realized that the people who like, like, you know, voting and contributing, they're a really rare breed. And they're definitely not like, you know, the people that came to the party to like mint, uh, you know, flip a mint. Um, So, you know, I want to ask you, ma'am, right now for our onboarding process, you know, it's, it's pretty much, you got to pay the play. We tried to do this meritocratic concept and, you know, like, dude, I will, I will put all of my energy trying to make meritocracy work. Just, I don't see it so far right now. What we've said is this, when you come in, put an introduction. And I swear so many people come in and just don't intro themselves. Like the, the the barrier right now to start your meritocratic way of earning your your your, your membership, your citizenship is literally just fill out an intro. <laughs> and it's just so rare. And I'm like looking at Wonderverse, I'm like, how do I fix that problem using these tools today? And I'm sure you've thought about it a lot more than me. Yeah, it's
5: a great question. Um so I'll Start with the truth, at least my truth. And the the truth that I have been kind of seeing is that Wonder as a tool, right? It's best when you have a community already built. The problem with that is that in Web3, there are very few communities actually built. That's the foundation. What we're doing at Wonder right now, because I have identified that problem like probably a year ago. What we're doing now is we're building a new community tool. And, you know, this is some alpha, but we're trying to essentially figure out, okay, what is a lower hanging way of starting people in that process of, you know, contributing um, or, you know, electing to do something. And I actually took a lot of inspiration from Crew 3. Crew 3, I would say, was more of a marketing tool than a community tool, right? It was more about hype. It was more about, ah! right like oh my god right that's the energy we're trying to make something that's a little bit more hey do this thing this thing's connected to a large ecosystem that builds your reputation right so we're building a discord bot that will hopefully allow people in every community discord this we're starting with discord This is a v0 but you know we'll be able to say okay here are the things you can do do one of them, you'll get reputation within the wonderverse, and then that reputation will port over to the workspace, and you can start gaining by things, right? I think the problem still is one of building community, right? How do I get people who are aligned? But I think that is actually just the effort of the people starting the DAO or the organization to actually find people who are aligned with their mission and vision. And this goes back to what Function was saying. We have to have a mission and vision of what we're doing, right? Because like, let's say I'm making a DAO that's for, I don't know, um, you know, uh, you know, people in, I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah, right? People in Salt Lake City. Okay. That's starting to get a little bit more specific. Now people join because they're in Salt Lake City. Now what do we do? Maybe there's like social gatherings, maybe there's whatever. But you know, we have to start. If we're going to have built communities, there has to be a rallying reason for that community to exist. So that kind of goes back to my chicken and egg problem where it's like, yes, Wonder can build a great tool, but it's about the people who engage with the with Wonder to have a good enough idea that it draws people in who are interested in what they're doing, you know, and you could always make a community. That's like enthusiasts, right? Let's say you're, you know, Dean, you're in Solana, right? Oh, well people who are super interested in Solana, that could be a rallying cry enough, right. Or a web three enthusiast, that could be a rallying cry enough, but it has to be enough that people want to actually contribute their time to going deeper in an ecosystem. Wonder as a tool, can't excite people it can be the best tool in the world and i think it's pretty good compared to our competitors but it doesn't matter and none of these tools matter if the idea isn't good enough and i think that's the problem that i constantly am wrestling with right as i'm like i you know go ahead sorry
3: i was just gonna say 100 percent, bro like the tools are like the tools shouldn't be exciting unless you're like really geeky and nerdy about governance like I'm excited about the tools cause I'm fucking like that. But like beside like the normal day person should not like ever be excited about the tools. They should be excited about the ecosystem that's utilizing the tool and the fact that the tool maybe makes their life a little bit easier and helps them structure things better and be a little bit more organized and decentralized, et cetera. But like, great example like DAOs right now a good model for like a basic exploration experiment of a dow's like an investment group you know a lot of DAOs are investments investment groups and that's like kind of a cool little model that's being tested but like the guy in the investment group doesn't give a fuck what tool he's using he gives a fuck that his investment's going to go up and that the group's going to make like coherent decisions for that investment to go up um now he might get excited when he's on the tool, and he's like, well, cool! I get to vote here about making money, and I get to do this." But like, his like excitement will never be centralized around the tool itself, which is kind of bringing me back to like where we were first talking, Madam. It's just like so much of the conversation seems to be people thinking that the DAO is the tool, when like the DAO is the structure and the governance and the model and the concept, like conceptual idea that you have with a group of people before you implement a tool to try to bring it into reality. You can't skip step one to get to step two and then call yourself a DAO.
5: Yeah. And I I think like, you know, again, like you mentioned, like this is like the problem I think not just wonders having, but all the web three tools that have been built over the last two years is that like a lot of people and, you know, a lot of people are talking about this. Like, do we just, you know, drop web three altogether? Do we pivot into like, you know, more neutral language that we use Web3 technology or infrastructure in the back end, but don't say that. And it's really, honestly, it's hard for me because I love Web3 so much as a concept, as a framework, as a um, um, kind of a, a ship, right, to, to do something on. And, you know, I want to see Web3 still be very central and understood as a really powerful technology. Um, I just don't think there's enough people building things that are revolutionary enough to justify the whole ecosystem of tools. Right. And that's kind of a hard moment for me as like, oh, you know, how to community at Wonder? I'm like, dang, like, I really believe in this, but there has to be people who are doing it right. For it to be successful, right? There have to be very savvy people saying it's not just about, you know, it can be about profit or revenue, but it, it has to be about something more, right? Something more spiritual or soul-based of, I want to see this change in the world, or I want to build this type of thing that is going to inspire people. And that needs to be a doubt, right? And I just, I, I see some examples of it, but I see most of the examples are still focused only on Web3. And that I think is part of the problem is that people are obsessed with the technology, but they're not obsessed with what the technology can do for the world. And I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm here hoping to change that framing. but go ahead, Dean. Sorry.
2: No, I, I, I mean, I agree with everything that like, uh, it's, it's refreshing that um uh, You know, we have all of us have kind of a uniform view of of the status quo, right? Where it's just like there's so many people just Dowing to Dow. There's a lot of noise, and and I think that that's like that's something I'd like to bring up, which is Dow discovery is is really tough right now. Um, And and I've been discussing this with the Deep Dow crew as well. Um, You know, there are thousands of Dows, but you know, there's first of all, most of them aren't really, you know, they're not, not doing anything remotely on chain. Um, and you know, like at, at a certain point you're just using, um, the word or you're just using the tool, right? Like, okay, we've set up a treasury. Okay. You know, does anybody propose who can propose? Is it really decentralized? Like there's a lot of these kind of questions. And I think that the DAO discovery needs to be fixed. Um, there was there was a whole conversation around um, work in Web three, and like I can I, I literally know only one other DAO where I have a high confidence that I can go in and like other than what we're doing at Dean's List, I think it's only metrics DAO that I know of that you know if I have an analy- like if I'm a strong analyst. I can go into that DAO and start making money. And I know that they're building for like, you know, this, this ideology that I agree with, like, it's a great, I'm literally learning SQL just so I can be part of metrics Um, Okay. That's awesome. So I've discovered, you know, two out of the thousand, but I also live and breed this shit, right? What's somebody else going to do? that they're just coming in and they're like okay you know i guess i'm going to go buy this nft to join this community call like that that i think is like the meme where it's like so many people are you know becoming community members just to join calls over and over and over again and i'm 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 just
5: rambling again but yeah
1: no, the discovery
2: I,
5: I i think that i think that that's what i'm seeing too right it's like we have to Like, I think about this so much as, like, uh, as someone who does community management, right? I think about this all the time where I'm like, people have, it has to be valuable, right? I think that one thing Web3, or at least the industry has gotten wrong, is that people think that making a DAO is valuable in and of itself. A DAO is a framework, it's not inherently valuable, right? What makes it valuable is what it does. Right. So we, I think we got obsessed with the process, not the product. And I am trying to get obsessed with the product, not the process. And I, I think that, you know, what that does for, for my brain in Web3 is saying, OK, well, where are the experiments being done that are obsessed with the product? I think metrics, that was a perfect example of something obsessed with the product. The product in Metrics DAO is on-chain data analytics. I'm actually just graduating. I'm, excuse me, not I'm actually just getting um, finishing my class in SQL and actually made a dashboard. On the flip side, I've been you know doing my data and math journey. But anyway, you know that product is let me make some insights based on the on-chain data. Perfect, right? It's still Web3 centered, but it's still a product. I think we need to think about what DAOs are making products. And how do we highlight those experiments for people to see that it's not just flipping and, and, you know, just like, oh, you know, let me join this thing and get this token and try to make it worth money. Like, that's not productive activity. And I think that's where I feel a lot of the larger society is rightfully critiquing Web3. They're like, this is useless. And I don't think the technology is useless, but I think they're highlighting something real. And I think too many people are reactionary saying, no, no, we're all valid. It's like, bro, like take, take a critique, right? If the, if like the larger society's judging, it's not always founded, but let's be curious about their judgments and see what we can apply and say, oh, wow, we can grow here. And I think that that is what I'm hoping to do with wonder. And also I'm very critical in our product process of like, how do we make our product valuable, not just the thing that's part of the hype right that actually delivers value to the people who use wonder um but anyway i mean i i'm i'm in 100 percent agreeance with you there i think the only thing that i would add is like
3: the reason that i'm interested in the conceptual side is because i just don't think we're there yet and I actually think like once the conceptual side has been brought down enough from thought form to actual physical reality, where people are actually doing the processes necessary in order to formulate a DAO, like in the, in the, the ideation of it before it gets into the tooling. Um, I actually think that's going to like effectively solve a lot of the things we're like, like we're almost like, it almost seems to me like we're struggling with the results of the thing that we need to solve rather than like going and solving the problem. You know, we're like, oh, well, why aren't people incentivized in the DAO? I want to go incentive, like why, and why aren't they participating? And and why don't they give a shit? And like all this, all these big questions that are, are very valid and relevant, but all stem essentially from like, like a lack of clarity around like the vision, the mission and the purpose. And not just the lack of clarity, but a lack of depth, you know, like uh, a great thing we've always been talking about on, on spaces here is like eight DAO, out, right? Like, and no hate towards them, but like their, their whole mission, the, the entire statement that I've ever read on, on any of their sites is like, we want to uh, crease, I think the, the, uh, what is it? The uh, engagement or like the um, participation in, in eight and I'm like, that's cool. Like, I get it. That's that's a, that's a good, like, very, very broad, like, core mission. You know what I mean? Or, like, a very broad part of the purpose. Uh, but when you have $1.5 billion and, like, a potential of, like, a, late, a latent potential of 20,000 people just sitting around, like, waiting to be activated, uh, you need to have, like, a pretty fucking clear vision and purpose with, like, multiple statements that brings it from a macro perspective to a micro perspective that allows people to see multiple different angles. Uh, and, and before that actually can happen, you like, you can't self-organize. So I see a lot of people, and, and you also don't incentivize people to participate in voting or actually give a fuck about any of it. So I see a lot of people complaining about why aren't people voting or we need to do this or that or this or that. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what's the actual, like, how have you structured things? Because if it like a DAO, Like the way that I kind of view it is it's like a natural forming organism. Right. And so if you look throughout nature, like groups form naturally all the fucking time and they like animals are able to do it because they're unconscious. They're just like living and they're existing. So they don't have egos that are fighting and, and trying to validate themselves within the group. You know, they're just like living and they're like, we're going to survive as a group. And through thousands and thousands of years, we've developed all of these patterns and habits where we know, like, you study wolves at all, they have like four different, five different hierarchies, all based upon the way the fucking wolf was raised from childhood, like, uh, until like 15 or 10 years old, like all of those things matter in how it actually is it going to be the alpha of the group? Is it going to be secondary in command? Is it going to be like a tracker, a hunter? What is it going to do? How is it going to participate? And if it isn't going to participate, it's going to die. Like, like it will get fed to the other wolves because it's a weak wolf. Right. Um, And that's kind of the way that I see, like, like what we are trying to do with DAOs, the problem that humans face that is different than animals, which like makes it more challenging to, 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 to self-organize is like our egoic uh, tendencies and our tendencies to want to be right, or our tendencies to want to like conceptualize everything. Like, I actually think if like, we let ourselves get out of our way a little bit and like, not fucking just like always be in need to figure it out mode, you know what I mean? Uh, I actually think that like a lot of it will se- like self organize and uh governance will 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 uh naturally like evolve over time based upon the group's different like change in incentive and change in structure and things like that. Um, and a lot of the things I'm, just, I'm rambling now, but like a lot of the things we're talking about, long story short, would like could easily not easily be solved, but simply be solved uh, by like relooking at the base structure and not moving so quickly in the beginning phases of the DAO development.
5: Yeah, I, I think that like what I've noticed um, is that like things like NounsDAO, you know, 8coin, like these, these projects fundamentally make no sense. And what I mean by that is that there, there's no purpose. Right. Unless the purpose is fun, you know, unless the purpose is to like go and, you know, spam pepe and chat and like talk to people and like have a good time. that That's a purpose. Um, but like, what's the purpose of nouns except to have a noun? I think what we've seen.
2: We're here for the vibes. Yeah, now, I mean, that's vibes. totally valid.
5: What One can one can deeply value the vibes. Right. Um, I, I think that for things like nouns and I, you know, this is very counter to what mainstream perspective is. But I think that my critique of nouns is that there is, like, it's an experiment that got popular. It's not a business that is sustainable, right? So when you see in Web3, because it's so early still, people mistake experiments for products, question mark right people expect like oh well this is an ex. the the thing that nouns did that was innovative was a dutch auction nft dutch auctions that's just a functionality that's not a thing that is in any way meaningful right that's thing you should turn on for a different organization to have a way to continually add people to the group but the experiment
2: became the whole point so I, I did not know how I felt about nouns until you just said it. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for exposing my feelings and thoughts. To of me.
5: course. Yeah. I mean, and again, like I don't this is not me saying nouns is bad, right? It's not a, it's not a moral thing. It's not good or bad. It's just nouns is an experiment. And I don't think that experiments have longevity, period. Right. Experiments are meant to tell you something about the world around you. I You know, I have a background in chemistry. That was my job before Web3 I was a chemist. Um, so, like, I'm very familiar with, like, sometimes experiments fail, sometimes successful, but it's what you take from the experiment that is the meaningful data, right? What, how it informs what's going on. So, yeah, anyway, but th- I say that because what I'm hoping for this year is to see people who have really, really good ideas say, I want to make something that is sensor-resistant that is deeply democratic, that is deeply, um, you know, decentralized. And that is for a reason. And the reason could be short term, long term, medium term. It could be environmental in nature. It could be whatever. But I just want to see. And I think Gitcoin is where it's actually going to be birthed from. I love Gitcoin to the end of the earth. I think Gitcoin's going to be the place that it's birthed from. Because everyone else, I think, is focusing on the, the um, Web3 as a point, not the tool. And I think Bitcoin's focusing on Web3 as a tool. I really hope Wonder can be a, um, an influencer in that regard too. Um, and I hope we can have more of these conversations within the Wonderverse as well. Um, but yeah, anyway, that I just I just want this to be successful. My spirit, my energy, my soul is like I want this to be successful. And I'm thinking of you know how do I manifest our success. And I think you know it's around having these conversations. And I agree with you, function. It's it's in a way just following our hearts. I know that sounds tacky, but it's following what we believe in, what we're passionate about. Because if you do that, that's how people are attracted to to, to things, right? If a DAO is heart based, like you know, we care about, and it could be we care about having a silly, goofy time. People like that, right?
1: One
3: hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think like what people don't really think about is like what might help paint a better picture for like our conversation and for the audience is like, what does a DAO look like in its greatest form? You know what I mean? Because right now we talk a lot about the deficiencies of DAOs and the downfalls of DAOs, this and that. And while those are all super fair criticisms and I'm on board with the majority of them. um, I also like, it's hard to criticize them without painting the perfect picture of what it could potentially look like for everyone, you know? Um, And so I want to share my perspective and then I'd like to hear from everybody else as well and see what we can add on and and co-create together. Um, But the way that I kind of see a DAO and like, let's take it out of a crypto context. Let's just put it into a basic organizational context. Could be a company, could be crypto, could be investment group. I don't really care. But the way that I kind of see it is like when a group of like three, four five people come together around one person who's like the visionary, one guy has an idea and he's like, Hey, like, this is, this is a great idea. We need to like, like, I want to build this. And then three or four other people are inspired enough to feel his, his or her vision and be able to like collate around it to create the quote unquote first sphere, the founder's sphere, Right. And then the way I kind of envision it from there is like, as the vision grows, it's going to need more people. And so in a traditional organization, what you would normally do is you'd have a top down hierarchy, right? You'd have those four or five founders or even the the, the visionary be the quote unquote CEO. He's the leader. And then from down, like from the top down from him, it's down to everybody else. Uh, but in what what's happening in a DAO ecosystem or the best potential of a DAO ecosystem is that those four or five quote-unquote founding members actually build a bottom-up organization and what i mean by that is i'm going to share a little uh i'm gonna share something in a minute i'll share it in a second but a really good visual for it um actually hold on one second i gotta share this with you right now um and so if you're building a bottom-up organization it becomes a completely different conceptual concept and a completely different conversation than the traditional one and so i just shared an image at the top it should pop up here in a second yeah there it is um and like to give you an actual visual of what i'm talking about this is what i'm talking about have you ever seen a geodesic dome this is like a similar con like conceptual structure to a ge- geodesic dome Um, And at the very, very bottom would be the four founding like members or the four founding spheres that those members lead. Right. And so like all those members are creating the actual base that allow for new spheres to collate and organize around or on top of the founding sphere. And if you utilize the image that I'm, I share with you and imagine the very center of it, the very center is the idea. It's the purpose. It's the vision. It's the mission. It's this like fire that's almost kindling in the center. That's always growing. And the bigger that this sphere gets and the more, the bigger that this, this organization gets the more spheres that are added, the more that the organization has the capacity to do the more that it can be decentralized, the more that it can be autonomous and hopefully organized if, if it's built well. So we're, and if we're talking about it in the greatest view and form, like I, uh, the, the thing that I was really wanting to get to uh, in this point is that if you notice all of the spheres in that image, they're all connected. And what I think the greatest potential of a DAO is, is that, yes, all of those spheres are working autonomously are working like uh, uh individual and separate of the other spheres. And they're connected enough in nature where resources and uh, experience like, and, and human capital can actually be shared between them simply and easily. Um, and that's like, that's really the main, the two main structural differences that I see that are like the best vision of the DAO is like one bottom up, not top down. Uh, and then two, like, it's no longer like. Well, well. Let me explain one last thing here because two is really important. Then we'll get to three. Two is like when you're forming a sphere, you're not forming something into a previously designed role. So when you're coming from a top-down hierarchy, like the CEO is like, "Oh, we need that, and we need that, and we need that, and this is what they're going to do." And in a DAO, you may need things, and you may like point out what you need, but it's never like really structured in the same way as an organization where it's like yeah, you're in this role and you do this and this and this and this and you sit in your cubicle and you don't fucking talk to anybody. <laughs> um, and then the third final point is that all of those spheres, when they're like, don't have that limitation, have the capacity to, to, to collate and work with each other in order to like really up spiral the vision and purpose and mission of the down more. And that's kind of like what I would like to put out as like the highest vision. I'm curious what everybody else's like thoughts are.
5: Yeah. um, So pretty immediately, and I've had this conversation with other folks in Web three about how DAOs are the are the kind of minimum layer, or like you know, DAO frameworks is like the way that organizational evolution is actually going to be the most optimal because what it does is it says you start with undifferentiated one cell, and you start division, right? And after each division, and the cell starts to grow the pressures internal and external dictate the growth or the, the function of the further differentiation or multiplication. So I think what we see now is a lot of DAOs being birthed and dying. And we take that as a failure, but I'm an exponential thinker in the sense that exponential growth always in the beginning looks like a failure compared to linear growth. But once you go to X equals infinity or X approaches infinity, you see the truth,
1: right? So I think that
5: what we're seeing now is the, the infancy of people really learning and the kind of collective consciousness learning how we build and die and build and die until we find something successful that can grow and then differentiate into a real ecosystem. Because our bodies are just ecosystems of differentiated cells doing different tasks to maintain the, the organism, right? And this, can, this is any animal or any living creature. Um, so I think that that is a really good model of like, you know, it probably took a billion, maybe even more tries to create the first differentiated multicellular organism, because it took a long time to figure out the parameters or the needs to create that organism. And, you know, there's different... Variations and features that make each one different. But I think that is what DAOs are going to be for our species, right? Where it's like, okay, well, DAOs are just the way that we can organize, collaborate, grow, shrink in a more organic way rather than like you're saying top down, which is a dictation, right? It's not really actually responding to the internal and external environment rapidly. It's saying this one person or this group of five people their reactions are the, the truth of the organism. when that's not actually reality. That's just them dictating reality. Um, so I think that, you know, it's a level of autonomy that we haven't experienced. I know I haven't um, in my life so far. So um, I think it's just a really novel exploration. Um, and, and I think th- the other point I wanted to make, um, actually, let me just stop there.
3: I was going to say, like right off that point, I can kind of speak to that a little bit because my team and my organization run exactly like a DAO. Um, It's really fucking cool. Um, So my team has been conceptualizing DAOs for about six or seven years now. Uh, Dean and a couple other people have read our constitution. King King Kitty down there, shout out King Kitty, made a whole fucking insane uh, demonstration of it visually. Um, And the constitution is essentially uh it's called the Metacanon. uh you can see it at metacanon.net. um it's a 45 page uh, uh legal and constructual document that shows and displays and organizes how to essentially create a decentralized autonomous organization uh and they wrote it before DAOs were really a big concept they were just like conceptualizing this idea for a while and i came in and uh, my crypto knowledge i read the document i was like you guys are talking about dows like this is sick um and so we've kind of structured our business based off of that uh that document and 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 the dow model and what i mean by that is like in the initial phase of our discovery there was four of us right uh and we had four guys we all came together and uh we were like we, we're going to build something together. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, we don't know what it is, but we're going to build something, you know? And so we started testing things out. We did like an NFT project that went really well. And Shout out Milk. He's one of our members. Like, uh, and had a whole bunch of conceptual, like talks about DAOs. We did like all these different things together as a group. Like really nobody knowing what frame they fit in. You know, we only knew that, like, our CEO, Paul, CEO is just the term, but like our, our leader, our visionary, Paul was like the visionary, like, he had brought us all together and around his leadership, like, and and his energy, like, we knew that we were like, together. And and then once that formed, like, everybody else was trying to figure out their role, like, what do we do? How do we work together? Like, how do we fit into each other's lives that have already been built and our reputations that we already have, you know, all these different things. Um, And if I'm being honest, it probably took us like six to eight months to get to a place where things started to like really just get into a flow. And then it got to the point where now there's six of us instead of four. And instead of, us all being in a group and working on the same things all the time, we've actually split into quote unquote spheres. So two, two people run the, 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 the overall uh, umbrella company called like geometric holdings, two people run our company called sense uh, which is our discord bot. And then myself and, and, and my, by my, uh, my partner, Sam run our marketing agency uh, ratio, you know? And so now we have all three spheres. None of us are, 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 None of, no sphere is independent of another sphere. Resources flow between spheres, expertise flows between spheres, uh, support flows between spheres. But there are clearly defined roles that had had to be all, like each individual had to like structure themselves into that role and create the role for themselves. And then once those roles were defined by the individual, they just like naturally fit together in the group and became like, and now our our, our agency and all of the things we're doing are at least 10 to 20x more efficient since we split off into the, these sub, these spheres, these sub-spheres technically right um, and we did that maybe three months ago and our revenue's gone 5x, our whole companies, like our, all of our companies are getting way more attention because no like the human dynamic has changed where it used to be six of us sitting in a room and Depending upon the level of awareness of the individual, like, like, there's unsubtle dynamics that are happening relational, you know, so sometimes and this is something that isn't discussed much in DAOs, but it's very, very, very important. <laughs> like, we're we'll all be sitting in a room and like, sometimes maybe one person had a bad to fight with their girlfriend last night, and they're feeling a little insecure you know, and all of a sudden like their insecurity is leaking out as like needing attention. And so they're just doing things and like create, like disrupting the space in order to try to get validated. And now all of a sudden the creative energy is gone and everybody's kind of like just sitting there like, uh, you know, like what's happening. And so it be like, like it almost became where the, the, right people linked up with the right people split into the right spheres, eliminated like the majority of the need for validation, the majority of like the basic human, uh, uh things that come up in business because it wasn't like, it wasn't as like, di- like diversely spread, but it was just subtly. Um, uh, and so now we've just been thriving. And so like, I can speak a little bit to that experience. um, and I think it's like a lot more naturally flowing than a lot of the things are right now. Like that's what I observe about us is like great example. Like two weeks ago, we had or three weeks ago, there was a couple clients that were hitting us up and asking for advisory. And we didn't have an official advisory wing. And that's something that I would lead if, if I was going to lead it. Um, I went to the team and I was like, I know we just started all these other like spheres that I don't want to like disrupt it and this and this, but here's this. And there's this opportunity. And I think I can lead. I, I really want to lead the advisory like subsphere to our marketing agency. And everyone looks at me and they're like, cool. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, this is how it works. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, You just don't, like, do anything until there's a need to do something. And once there's a need to do something, then you create a sphere around it. And then once there's a sphere around it, everybody can organize and they can get really good at it. But, like, most people are trying to go out there and create spheres for what they think are going to happen or, like, prepare for what they think are going to happen instead of just, like, letting the doubt naturally grow and, like, self-organize. And when I, like, when we talk about self organize we actually need to talk about, like, uh, 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 uh the The extraction of of human input sometimes like sometimes it's just not necessary to to be meddling with shit uh that that doesn't need to be meddled with that if you just left it alone, it would fucking figure itself out.
5: I just I have to hop um but last comment I want to make um this is amazing I'm really excited to come back next time um This is the kind of conversation i've been trying to find and have with folks, so it's great that I jumped in today um but I, I, I think that, like, two things I wanted to say. Current society has disincentivized patients because everything's about maximization of profit and speed. And I think that actually hurts a lot of things in terms of longevity, sustainability, um, sense-making. And the second thing I wanted to say is that I think in Web3 or early crypto, maybe I should say use the word crypto, but anyway, you know, before, you know, I think in my experience, the thing I think people in Web3 got wrong or crypto got wrong is people believed everyone could be the owner and no one had to be the worker. And I think it's a fundamental misunderstanding of where value comes from, right? Value comes from someone doing something. And that, that DAO governance, you know, kind of meme is exactly what is part of the problem. No one wants to do labor. Everyone wants to get rewards. And that's just not how things work thermodynamically. That's not how the things work just ever. It's always who does labor, who does work, who does the hard work. And then how is that hard work then distributed? Or how is the product of that hard work distributed among the people who are in the space? So I I think those are two things. One, you know, I forgot the first thing I said. But anyway, that's the two two big things for me um, is that like, you know, Making sure people recognize that it's gonna take work. And then also making sure that, you know, we like we said, you focus mission vision, and we also focus on patience. And I'm taking that away from the space is like this is gonna take time and there needs to be a patience. I think that's hard though when you're, you know, building a product and you have a company, but there is a level of patience that's needed for people to get what's going on here. And once they get it. And how and we can help, of course, people get it. But once they get it, then we can, you know, start doing something really cool. But thanks, y'all.
6: Hey, what's up, guys?
2: Hey, me? Mike. I I just want to mention, uh, man. I'm like, so uh, so happy that you joined, and like, we definitely need to do these more often, guys. There's also function has a space that's gonna start in 50 minutes, and um, I want to to mention that. I'm gonna need some time to like re-energize my batteries personally, so I can be on that call too. Because I know that we're gonna be going deep and long for 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 for, for a while on on DAO topics. Um, I'm just I'm very like I'm I'm pumped. We, we're we've found our tribe. We're finding our tribe. Uh, I think there's a lot more we can do together. Um, so with that personally, I'm going to probably. Uh, Peace out right now, just so I can uh, get something to eat and be ready for the uh, the next call in uh, 50
1: minutes. Fuck yeah, dude! I guess I'll see you guys over there. That sounds great. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, Mike. Sorry
2: that uh, I cut you off there. I, if you want, like, please, the stage is yours. But I think that that's gonna be a great place for us to continue.
6: Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm really enjoying the conversation um definitely a lot of great points i agree with um so it's what's happening kind of fits my paradigm for what i expected with cryptocurrency which is the transition from the more speculative stuff to a search for yield and a, the structure of a dao is one way to try and do that um i think we're it's so early in the dao space um but i think the structure has a lot of good potential um, kind of the best being how do you use the decentralized technology in order to finance things better. And this is kind of where the rubber meets the road right now. Um, just to give you a bit of my own experience, I'm working on setting up a DAO for my project. Um, I don't want to get too deep into that, but um, in trying to achieve this minimal viable DAO, I'm kind of seeing the different pieces that come into it. And there's definitely um, a handful of things that seems like you need to make it work. Um, You need to have your token and then you need to have a smart contract that will manage the supply of your token and manage the funding of your project while also allowing the holders um, to have some kind of liquidity um, so that You know, this is this is what I think is really novel about DAOs is that it gives investors more control over their investment um, than they had in traditional structures. Now, there's a lot more to it, but I think that one little piece, if if um, it can be leveraged right, can go a long way because it can bring more liquidity into projects and get things building step by step as people figure out how to build the underlying businesses better. And I think that a lot of that is coming to Solana because we're going to see more e-commerce in the space. That's going to create more opportunities for these DAOs to build good businesses, do things like software that's highly profitable, services and things like that to build up the economics and make make it work. Um, But I think one thing that is hard is the clarity Um, since smart contracts are fully programmable. They could, in theory, do anything. So, I mean, one of the reasons why Bitcoin was so successful was because it's simple. Um, It's simple to understand what the terms are, and I think that is one of the things that people building DAOs might want to think about: is how clear is it to the investors exactly how this works? And I just I'm realizing this is complicated because you're dealing with things like. Well, founder token vesting, vote control, things like that. There's so many nuances that the decentralization makes it complicated instead of making it like less risky. Um, it seems more risky because it's more complicated. Um, so that needs to get sorted out basically so the investors are clear what are the terms and they know that the smart contracts prevent people from playing games with it. That basically everybody has access to an accountant who's not like on anybody's side. You agree to the rules up front, the system, the decentralized system executes them. That way people can just focus on adding value um, and kind of like use the technology to align incentives. Um, so, we're not there yet. We're like at the very beginning of a long process. Um, but I think, you know, having that capability of doing liquidity on different terms could open up a lot of opportunity. So, that's why it makes sense. And it's like, it's probably the best avenue for um, crypto based investing to actually work out. Um, it's like people are, you know, they don't want the, the same old, you know, we send the capital and then we hope that they, that things go well, It that investing will become more interactive and that this is kind of like where that happens. So definitely cool. You know, thanks a lot for everyone in the space who's building tools. Um, we're trying them out. Um, I know some of the, some of the other guys from, um, realms were here. They're. They're uh, extremely helpful on our project. So much thanks to them. We're, we're learning as we go. Um, so, you know, great chat, guys. And, and uh, thanks a lot. Yeah, Mike,
2: um, you know, first of all, thank you for the kind words. You know, we've been, uh, I've seen you in realms. And, um, you know, I, I look forward to, to getting you on board and, and um, you know, rocking. I, I think, you know, when it comes to the investment part, It kind of um, is a a double-edged sword when you're looking at a DAO because you want people to be active and contributing rather than being speculators. In, In my version of an ideal DAO, right, where if a token is used for governance, you want to make sure these people are explicitly, you know, that they're specifically holding the token, not because they hope it'll go up, but because they want to be part of this organization, um, I agree that like from an investment perspective, tokens give uh, investors better quality like financial tool like qualities and you know twenty four seven availability of liquidity and um you know, but when it comes to a DAO's token to be a investment vehicle, I think that that's where, you know, I disagree as, as far as like how they use the the tooling. Um, I don't know how, like in, in your ideal model, how many of these, um, are these investors uh, voting on every single proposal or are they involved on a daily basis?
6: I mean, in my concept, I would say no. Um, it's like you want to leverage people's knowledge in a way that is beneficial. Um, so it's like it's very tricky kind of to to tap into the wisdom of the the crowds. Yeah. And also, though, is it all depends on the project. In some projects, kind of the token holders are the customers. So, providing them with entertaining experiences is kind of the whole idea. That's one way to do it. And the, but another way to do it is your DAO is an investment vehicle, and basically, somebody is going to be managing that. Um, that person will make will make a lot of the decisions, but maybe they bring some to the DAO. Um, you know, basically, if you, there needs to be a good reason. To put, to put things to people's votes. Um, this was one of the things people were complaining about on the other calls, like they don't want to vote on like minutia, that's not super useful. Um, but like what I'm kind of thinking about for my DAO is to have a scheduled vote every like three months or six months to not only update this, the, stat, the investors with the status, what's happened, But then authorize the next phase of things Um, so that, you know, if if there's nothing for the investors to do that's really useful, just have them vote on something simple to to do their consent. And I think over the long term, though, it's going to be more like project base. The Dow is doing projects. If there's someone in their network that has expertise, that's how the DAO will, will be autonomous in essence. People will contribute their expertise. Maybe they get paid a little bit even, maybe sometimes not. Um, but just kind of leveraging the DAO as a talent pool um, when it's actually useful. Um, but I'm personally, I'm against make work. I'm against kind of just like doing things to make it, you know, interactivity that's not really valuable. Um, but that's not the only approach I want to make that clear. It's like, there's many ways to do it. And I don't think one is like the right way. Um, but, um, if you're trying to be mercantile, essentially, you want to just run a business, then you want to be lean and mean, you want to be efficient. Um, but at the same time, you want people to invest so that you can put that capital to work. So you need to provide basically, people need to be comfortable with doing that. They wanna know what's going on. Um, But at the same time, you don't want your voting system to become like a bottleneck. I think it's really easy. There's so many ways it seems like that things can go wrong with governance. Um, And then the DAO can basically be like frozen. In certain yeah, ways, I, or it's like never decentralized enough, or something. Yeah,
2: I I think you hit the nail on the head there. Where like that's why I was thinking, okay, you know what, what kind of activity are you, are you expecting this model? And um, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go after this comment, but I've been working on this concept, and I I brought it up a bit before on this monarchy DAO idea where. Um, really, what you want is a very small group of people making um, decisions that are um, transparently encoded. Um, That way, you get the benefit of transparency and an understanding of what the rules of the game are. But at the same time, you don't lose out to um that speed of execution or vision articulated by a very small set of people so i think that like by the way i I, and i really hope we get to cover this on the next call um uh, i'm trying to remember his name um he released this uh, idea around uh borgs instead of dows i'll share the article um on the next call but i I think that what we call DAOs today, there really should be a really small set of organizations that are considered DAOs. And then many things that have been built could look closer to these things called boards. Um, I'll send it to you, Mike, because I think that that might be a better uh, fit as far as like conceptually how we think about these tools
1: and, and what they're updating. Like, ultimately, if, if your holder... Isn't expected to be um, part of the value building. Um, I don't
2: think a you know governance token model makes sense. Um, there are other models where you can do exactly what you want to do. Like I understand you're you're coming from a perspective of look, this is a better way for people to um, raise equity and put it to work. Totally understand. I I just I I don't think it fits into the governance token model, but I do want to share some of these things because again, like I I 100% agree with you that. The, okay, um, I gotta go, but looking forward to talking with you guys on the next call.
6: Yeah, nice talking to you, Dean.
4: And on that note, uh, let's have a quick intermission and continue to the next great DAO space for for this Friday. Thank you, everybody, for joining. It has been a a, a fantastic discussion. Uh, Let's keep it going. Uh, Thank you and see you soon.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was a very much DAO space, hosted by Dean's List, recorded on Friday, April 21st, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support mail like the goose is golden Trying to be so full Spitting that molten lava From the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the God Who hit the gas full throttle Blasting
4: off in a rocket There are many people who
0: Living that life like, who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cutting off heads just to bring cheer.
4: I live in New York City, where in our harbor we have a statue of If you melt the water ice that's on, on land, the ocean level will rise to reach her left elbow. That takes out all of New York City and basically every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization. basis.